Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is zach 440 batista zach how you doing my guy i am doing fantastic it's actually cold now uh i do yes. not like this intrusion in my like, fall it didn't it didn't it never actually hit fall huh it kind of just went from like hot to like winter and i was like oh god <laughs> i had like a solid like couple weeks where i was like oh, nice fall weather and then i got out one morning and i could see my breath and i'm like what is this shit i'm still out there running <laughs> in my shorts so and my sweatshirt and now it's getting the point where i'm like all right i need to get my hat my fucking sweatpants now because it's too cold and i went to work a little earlier than usual one morning and i walked out of my house and there was frost all over my grass and i was like what the fuck it's fucking november god damn it <laughs> in my fall what Disgusting. the fuck what is going on? I feel like at this point, our, we, you and I, if we ever do another episode for the uh, the membership, we need to do it about fall, because all we talk about is fucking fall on here. That's true, that's true, and why it's our favorite season. Fall's I the mean, best. Like, yeah, it is. But, um... Fall's the best. Uh, there's no there's no joke there to be yep. made. The only bright side of winter, though, right now, besides the fact that I don't hate the cold weather as much, is that I get to wear my slippers and my pajama pants, and I can feel completely natural in it. Oh, man, my dog ate my good pair of slippers, oh, and I'm upset no. about it. Oh, dude, I, I was so, like, I, I saw people with my mom wearing slippers, and I was like, eh, I'm not really into it. And then one day, I decided to pull You put slippers pair. on, and it's like, whoo. She got me this pair, like, Toasty. literally in middle school. I had it in my room for, like, ever. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. And I put it on, and I just now, whenever it's winter and I work at home, I just walk around the house in jeans and slippers and, like, a t-shirt. I look like my- an old man, and I love it. <laughs> My toes are so toasty. I'm so it's so warm. <laughs> oh, I love and, it. And, yeah, yeah. I, I need to get I need to get a new pair. Uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about fall, even though we do it every time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're here once again to bring you more independent wrestling goodness, and it is the start of a new era here on Independent Waters because we are changing up the format a little bit. Uh, instead of going taking turns talking about the matches we watched, we are just gonna go right through because we wa- we watched all of these matches together. Uh, we we both watched all three of these matches, so we're both gonna give we're just gonna talk about them and have a discussion about and have a discussion 
about all three of them, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be, I think it'll be cooler than me just telling, than, uh, than us just telling each other what happened in the matches, you know? Mm. I think it'll be way more fun to just, like, gush about it yeah. and talk about what we watched at, like, because we both saw it. So, mm. I think, I don't know. I think this will, I think this will be a more fun, uh, a more fun era of Independent Waters, and I'm very excited to get involved into it. Same so, here. Uh, this week, I picked the majority of the matches. I picked two. Zach, you picked one. Mm-hmm. So I think let's start off. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick our first match we're gonna review, and I think we start off with. We'll hold off on the one we both know we we liked. Mm. Let's start off with Buddy Matthews versus Casey Navarro. Ah, this match was quite good. Buddy this... Matthews. I did not know it was just Buddy Murphy until I watched the match and he came out. I was like, oh, hey. Oh, really? No. I thought I was like, oh, Mikey picked this because Buddy, re- uh, Buddy Murphy got released. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what he's doing. So when he walked out, when he's like the be- the uh, seek- best kiss- secret no more, I was like, ah, clever nickname. Clever nickname. I, so- I somehow didn't notice. Like... <laughs> I was just like, oh, cool, Buddy Matthews. I like. I was like, oh, we've we've seen a Casey Navarro match on here before. He's solid. Let's see what Casey Navarro's got. And who's this Buddy Matthews guy? Oh my God. And then he came out, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. What's up? It's Buddy Murphy. What's up? It's your boy, Buddy Murphy. Oh. Uh, I was very happy when I saw it was Buddy Murphy too, because I love Buddy Murphy, and uh, I still, and now I love Buddy Matthews. So. Facts. Uh, let's get into this. What right right off the top? What were your what were your uh, initial thoughts on this match? Uh, I was walking to this match, going like, okay, I'm going to see some high flying from both these two, but I'm expecting some good, good solid hits from Matthews at the minimum, and I got that and a little bit more to be honest. Yeah, Matt. It was it was like high flying, but also Matthews is like, I can overpower you if I want to. I could very much kick you in the face. And you probably wouldn't be feeling your face for the next couple weeks. And then also, he can just, like, suplex you across the ring. Do you see how huge he is? He's fucking massive. Dude looking yoked. <laughs> I love Buddy Murphy. Matthews. Sorry. Slip of Buddy. the tongue. I... Oh, it's gonna... Dude, my notes all... My notes for this match all over say Murphy, Murphy, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh, dude, I was... I, I was an OG Buddy Murphy just flows so bro. well, that's why. It really does. It uh, just like it's just it just feel it just such has such a good mouth feel to say facts. It, Buddy Matthews is good ooh. too. Buddy, yeah, it, it works. I don't think it works as good well as Buddy Murphy did, but Buddy Buddy Matthews is still solid. We'll get and, used uh, to it. Hey, whatever. Not not the point. Not not, not what we're <laughs> we're not reviewing Buddy Matthews' name change. We're reviewing the match. <laughs> yes. So uh, before this match starts, uh, Matthews comes out. And he gets on the mic, and he says that his match against Brian Cage unfortunately doesn't happen because Cage is Which hurt. would have been awesome. Would have been a great fucking match of seeing a big, beefy boy and against a hybrid beefy boy beating each other up. But a alas, big, beefy boy versus a half and a half. And <laughs> it's half an, it's beefy an boy. SUV versus a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's not here. Also, he's a bitch. And <laughs> he just kind of runs that the ju- Brian Cage is a massive pussy. And I he, just like how he just sprinkled that in there. He was like, yeah, he's not here. Also, he sucks. And I would have carried him, so we all know that would have been the case. <laughs> and this attracts the attention of Casey Navarro, who, funnily enough, is a student of Brian Cage's, and he gets right up in Matthew's face to defend his teacher's honor. 
and Matthews yeah. is not in the slightest intimidated by him. He's I like, like how he just gets in the ring, and then all of a sudden they're like standing across from each other, and the ref's just like, I don't know, yeah, right, ring well, the fuck bell, it, fuck yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, ring the bell, <laughs> fuck it, let's do it, match time. Everyone's like, oh, surprise match here. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, this match starts out with a lot of really fast-paced chain wrestling. And yes, it ends it with like, the, both of them just simultaneously kipping up and then just kind of taking a breather. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, you know that? I'm like, yep, that, that, that about tracks for two high flyers to have really good, quick chain wrestling and not like super slow, like chest-like wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was very, it was very, it was like almost, it was like almost one of those lucha sequences, but it was, it was more grounded. It was more groundwork, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a buddy just walks up and just fake trying to pump kick Navarro, and then he just elbows him in the side of the face. Oh yeah, buddy, uh, almost did it again, buddy Matthews. Uh, really was laying in the strikes hard this mm-hmm. match. Like he was, he was hitting. Big shots. Yes, that's on Navarro. If he could hit Navarro, because if I recall correctly, Navarro sometimes he couldn't. Navarro for the beginning of this match was like he was like Sonic and Buddy Matthews was like <laughs> Doctor Eggman, and that he could not catch him for the life of him, and he would get so close to doing it, and then he'd miss. And <laughs> there was the one time where Buddy Matthews goes to chop Navarro outside of the ring, and I see the post, I'm like, oh, he's not actually gonna hit the post, and then you see her ping as he slams his hand to the post, and I was like, oh, I'm like no, oh fuck, my god, you committed, fuck. Also, Matthews, I he he literally just smacked the metal post and went like, ah oh, fuck, and then went right back in the match. It's like, what, homie? Are homie you good? On a treadmill. It was just apparently. like, ah oh, shit, that hurt. Anyway, <laughs> I stubbed my toe on a fucking table and I'm like crippled for the next couple minutes on the ground, just like, ah oh, fuck. Buddy Matthews smacks a, a solid metal pole. Oh no. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, the two get back in the ring and Navarro just outpaces him like there's a point where matthews just throws him into the ropes and navarro catches himself and just lays between like the top and middle rope just kind of taunting him without his back's turn mm-hmm. and then he turns around and he just <laughs> literally just rolls off of it and matthews just trips over him and just falls straight into the mo- into the ropes yeah that was really good uh, yeah because because this is when this is when matthews started getting a little bit frustrated because navarro kept like dodging out of the way of his shots mm-hmm and this is when Navarro kind of took advantage and, like, turned the match around in his favor because it was just, like, Murphy's getting frustrated. Mur- I ugh, did it again. Buddy, buddy, I'm just going to call him Buddy for the rest of the time because it, it's Good still count. the same. Still the same. Uh, buddy was, like, pissed off, so he kept just, like, aimlessly charging at Navarro, and Navarro was like, and dodge and do a move, and dodge and do a move, which is, like, Smart. It, 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 I know it, it, it's wrestling and it's all scripted, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, smart. It, it's showing off that, like, yeah, Casey Navarro kind of knows what he's doing. He's playing mind games, you mm-hmm. know? Getting getting inside Buddy's head here. Hell yeah. Uh, and he gets a lot in after this. Like, he gets a good, like, giant drop kick to, to uh, Matthew's face. He, like... <laughs> and then just as he gets, like, some momentum here, like, some really, like, strong offense, Matthew's just picks him up. And just throws him into the air. <laughs> yeah, he like Navarro was going for like a clothesline or so or like a some he was he like rushed at he like rushed at Matthews. Yep. And Matthews just like whoop. He just, <laughs> just straight threw him in the air and just like stepped away. And bam. Mm-hmm. And then Navarro gets Matthews to the outside and 
drop kicks when he tries to get back to the ring. And then we get probably my favorite spot of this night. There, there is one other spot that really stood out to me. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so, spot ruled. basically, Matthews is stunned on the outside now. So, Navarro's like, all right, bet. I'm going to suicide dive this bitch. And he runs. He jumps. He collides into Matthews. And Matthews fucking catches him. Super- not only did he ju- not only did he catch him, he caught him in a perfect suplex position. Mm-hmm. And you know, with him in this position, he's like, "And fuck you!" Suplex onto the apron, picks his ass up off the apron, backdrop suplex onto the apron, slaughtered. It was wild how he caught him. To oh. me, it was absolutely wild how he caught him perfectly. Like, and it, like, like, like he just picked him up for a suplex. And it was he like caught a- him like exact right spot like a baseball awesome. landing into a glove just yes just, perfect mm, so <laughs> navarro claws his way back to the ring and buddy just punt kicks him in the back like several just, times just starts laying in and the, the crowd he's like, punt kicking his back he's kicking he was kicking the back of his arms too mm-hmm. he uses the crowd was eating this up he puts him in like an abdominal stretch then and then he just absolutely just mercilessly rains elbows into navarro's head and I was just, I was, it was one of those moments where I was just like, oh no, I was like wincing at every hit, because his head was Why? just like, like a bobblehead. <laughs> Please. And then he just collapses it, I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, man. You, you, you take a breather, you need it. Mm-hmm. I actually liked how uh, Matthews got him in like a chokehold after this, and like, he just refused to let Navarro go, despite him just keep ramming him into the term, into like the turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. And then he finally got him to fucking let go. And I was just like, oh, that's, I'm like, that's neat. Just shows, like, you know, Navarro's uh, never-say-die attitude, I guess you'd say. His tenacity. Yes, that's that's even better. There we go. Let's see. Uh, uh, oh, my... God. Sorry, God. No, I'm, rem- I'm remembering uh, the next spot. You go ahead. I was going to say, uh, my, my next thing I have written down is where he uh, Navarro starts fighting out of... Uh, um, I keep wanting to say Murphy. But <laughs> where he keeps fighting out of Buddy's... Op- where he fights out of bu- Buddy's offense... And uh, Buddy, like, goes up to the top rope, and he goes to jump off the top, mm-hmm. and Navarro just nails him perfectly with a thrust kick. Yep. And you can say, it looks like it looks like Matthews just, like, spits a tooth out. Yep. I, I wrote down here, he kicked the taste out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then, this leads into the other spot that I loved a lot, which, Mikey, please, take it away for the people. Explain this absolutely mad lad of a spot that Navarro hits on Matthews here. Uh, yeah, Navarro tosses... Uh, Navarro tosses Murphy out of the ring and then he sets up for this suicide dive and I was like, oh, we all know how that went the first time. Good luck. Mm. And Navarro loads himself up, goes off the goes off the ropes, dives underneath the second rope, nails Murphy, er, oh, nails <laughs> Matthews, runs back in, does it again over the second rope, mm-hmm. nails, nails Matthews again, he, they're like on the entrance ramp. He pulls him back in, runs in again, hits a third tope over the top rope this time, and takes out Murphy. It's fucking like, wild, fuck Matthews. He had <laughs> this is never this is never gonna be fixed. <laughs> God, it was wild. He literally like he just did not stop. Like he just kept going and going and going, and then he just after the third one, I was just like, holy shit, I need to I need to fucking sit down for a sec. I don't know why I. Like every other wrestler who has changed their names, I've been I've been able to adapt fairly quickly. I don't know why I can't do it with <laughs> with Buddy Matthews. Matthews Murphy, they both my brain is just stuck on Buddy Murphy, and I cannot get rid of it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anyway. So the next thing that I have noted here is that after a bit of back and forth between these two, uh, Matthews tries to get him in a uh, Navarro in a fireman's carry, and Casey gets out of it and hits him with a satellite DDT or a Halo DDT because he is hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed, which very good. plants Murphy... Fuck! Now you got me doing it. I was half <laughs> sucker. Damn he goes you. up. He goes up to the top for the Halo DDT, and all you hear is "Oh." <laughs> I'm too posing. You can't see it, but I'm too posing. <laughs> Matthews gets planted like a lawn dart, and uh, Buddy Matthews is in like that rare group of people that plant that uh, sell DDTs like they've been planted. The other one being Pack, and I love this sell so much. Yeah, because it always it just a- looks volatile when they hit the when, when they pop out of it. It was a very strong sell for sure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get Navarro the win, and he goes to the top rope, and the two start to fight on the top. And then Navarro, who gets onto the floor, um, now on the floor, mm-hmm. jumps onto the middle turnbuckle, and Matthews reaches under him like the like kind of honestly like just a horror, like a fucking horror movie villain, just grabs him by his head. Yanks him down and locks him in the turbo, and then he just kicks him in the face, and then he just destroys him with the power bomb. And you're good. The two barely get to their feet at this point, and Buddy makes the first move with a combination of strikes, and he goes for Murphy's Law, which I'm wondering if that'll ever change. But that's such a good name. For I I don't think it should. I love that finisher. Like I know, like I know, so it, it worked way better when he was Murphy, yes. but Murphy's Law is still such a cool name for a finishing move mm-hmm. because you know what Murphy's Law is, right? Yeah, if something can go wrong, it will go wrong. Exactly. So I think it's. I think he should keep it because it's still he, like even even though he's not but Buddy Murphy anymore, it's still just a great name for a finisher. Mm-hmm. So Navarro wiggles out of this, gets into a cover, k- kicks out. Matthews kicks out, and then Matthews picks Navarro back up and chucks him into the corner with a fucking buckle bomb, and it's a goddamn curb stomp. Seth Rollins, hello, yeah. your disciple <laughs> kept that move. <laughs> I wonder where you learned that from. <laughs> I was like, in my head, in my heart, I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet that he actually kept that. Still, and he did it. Be- he did. He did it better than Seth did. I don't know, man. Seth said some really good curve stomps, though. My, fi- if you ever w- look it up, it's is curve stomp. But Leo Rush is the best one. Oh, I got, I got to see that. Actually, I haven't seen that. Leo one. Rush sells that goddamn curve stomp, and it looks so. It's the best looking curve stomp, in my opinion. While Mikey okay. does that, uh, I will continue at the at a slightly slower pace. So, Buddy, after he kicks... I have Buddy written down here. Fuck me. <laughs> no, Buddy... No, Buddy is good. Oh, thank... Oh, my God. See, I was so... His name is still Buddy. Buddy not, is fine. Murphy isn't. Turn my brain off and just... Murphy is the nose. one that's, that's that's annoying. So, Buddy then goes for the curb stomp again. But Navarro sees this and moves out of the way. Kicks out his legs. Kicks him in the chest. And then spinning heel kicks Matthews in the face. He then runs at Matthews. And while Nova- Matthews does catch Navarro and lifts him into a powerball position. Navarro counters it by throwing him into the corner to oh, scissors take okay. Yes. Sorry, I just saw the curve stop on mm-hmm. Leo Rush. Rush sold it like death. It was literal destruction. I've never seen Jesus. anyone sell that curve stop better. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Where were we? Uh, it was after Navarro countered the powerbomb by throwing Matthews into the corner with a head scissors. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then he goes... This is where... Uh, he goes with Buckle Bomb, uh, kicks, kicks out, then he goes, blah, 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 counters into Hurricane Rana, the turnbuckle, and then he goes up to the top. Yep. Uh, hits a 450 mm-hmm. on Matthews. Matthews kicks out. Get, I can't believe he kicked out of that. Honestly. I honestly, neither did I. Commentary sold it a lot. I was like, damn, he kicked out. It was a gorgeous 450. Yes, it was. I'm like, he really kicked out of that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
then mm-hmm. Navarro like sets up in the corner, just patiently waiting for Matthews to get up. And he goes to the Halo DDT again, but of course Matthews has set, knows this is coming now, and he counters it with two. I have written down here diabolical knees to the face. Yeah, dude, that was a those were vicious knees. Mm-hmm. And then he locks him in with a Murphy's Law for the win. Yeah, dude, that that running knee strike from Matthews was nutty. Shit was disgusting. Absolutely bonkers. But uh, I'll say, I really like I like this match a lot. I've only seen like I think one KC Navarro match here, so I didn't have a lot of a, a lot of expectations, and I came out going like, yeah, KC Navarro could fucking hang. I'm not down. too bad. Not too bad. Not bad at all. What are you giving this match, Mikey? Uh, I'm giving this match a high meh. I uh-huh. was really really solid. These two put on a solid show, and I. Uh, it was a great match. I also am giving it a high man for the very similar reasons of that. All right, all right, there we go. Yeah, this one was this one was solid. I really like this one. Mm-hmm. So, what what match are we doing next? It's cool. your turn to pick. We're gonna do RSP or Ricky Shane Page against Stallion Rogers at Glory Pro Wrestling. And I'll be real, I literally picked this match because I was like, I want a Stallion Rogers match. And then I saw RSP and I was like, Hey, you're not GCW hey. champion anymore. Let's see what you're doing now. <laughs> Let's see what you're up to these days. Mm-hmm. Evidently, he's still a dickish asshole heel, but he's my dickish asshole heel, and I love him. What else is new? But he's that—that's the RSP we signed up for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what? What are your thoughts on this match? I I liked it. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't like blow me away good, but it was like good wrestling. It was solid. Mm-hmm. This match starts off slow, but it picks up towards the end of it. Yeah, that's what got me is that it's a short it's a short match that starts off slow already and then like kind of guns it in the last like 5 minutes. <laughs> mhm. It felt like the two of them were like feeling each other out like you know just like getting each other comfortable and then the last five minutes they're like, "All right, you ready to go?" "Yeah, I'm ready." "All right, yeah. time to kill each other." But I I guess that's that's most wrestling matches, right? Mhm. Like the beginning uh, of this match. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's just a lot of, like, back-and-forth chain wrestling. The other one was fast-paced. Mm-hmm. This is just well done, like, much slower. Yeah, this was this was just very... I, I didn't even put it as chain wrestling. I just wrote... It was... it was This was catch wrestling. This was, like, straight up. These two were, like, high school-style wrestling each other for mm-hmm. a while. That's probably better. Just seeing who's better at it. Uh, this goes on for a while until eventually... Uh, Stallion tries to shoulder-tackle Paige, and he just kind of bounces off of him, and I remember... The RSP is kind of like, bro, come on, you're not, you're not 205 at this point. Look you at you, look at me, come on. Come on, let's be real come here, on. come on. <laughs> so I like how, so then Stallion's like, alright, well, if I'm not gonna win like this, he just fucking pulls an MGF and does a side headlock takeover on RSP. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that goes through it. Uh, he gets Stallion in a waist lock then. Stallion then hits a wicked elbow into RSP's face, which unfortunately for him just only pisses RSP off more. Because he then shoves Sally off of him and then just runs him over, basically. Yeah. Uh, don't elbow brutal. RSP in the face. No. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> so, this spot's actually my favorite spot of the entire thing, probably. One of my favorite spots, because, um... Stallion's kind of just leaning on the middle rope in between... Like, uh, like on... Like, with his, like, upper half on the outside of the ring and the lower mm-hmm. half's in the ring... And RSP still pissed at this point, so he just grabs his arm and he just yanks his neck into the top rope, which I thought this was disgusting. This spot looked so vicious. I was just like, that is, that's fucked up. It looked so brutal because, like, he, like, he didn't even just pull him. He, like, 
pushed him first, so he bounced off the ropes and then yanked him. So it was mm-hmm. like, well, bam! And Rogers just... <laughs> and just down. connected. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking RSP, the asshole that he is, like, fucking sticks one of his feet over the bottom rope, and then he Irish whips him, so he just trips and just falls flat on his face into the mat. And I was just like, <laughs> that was fucking brutal, man. What the fuck? Yeah, RSP, RSP uh, stopped joking around once he got hit. He was like, oh, okay, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, no, no. Uh, there's even, like, a point where, like, a fan starts to fucking say some shit to RSP. RSP, like, jaw, like argues back to him. And, like, Stalin hits this big chop. And you think, oh, he's going to come back. And that just, RSP is just like, all right, well, if you're going to do that. And he's just like, Hoi! And he just yeah. fucking sends Stalin into the corner, picks him up and, like, he's going to suplex him. And then he just launches him across the ring. Yeah, just he absolutely eats him into the next dimension. RSP uh, is it, just fucking it's him up. It's like, this whole time, Stallion is showing, like, little bits of possibly fighting back, and RSP's like, you stop. You stop. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And then, unfortunately, though, RSP, I'm disappointed, makes the uh, most common mistakes he'll make in matches, Mikey. <laughs> they, start, they, start, they start yelling at the face. And they mockingly kick him in the face, in their head, because they Never think do for that. some reason that's going to demoralize them. And all it does is fire them up, which is what exactly whoever wrote the heel, whoever wrote like the heel handbook on doing that needs to like update it because it doesn't work. It doesn't work ever. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. It just makes them fired up and it makes them hate. It makes them hate you and want to murder you. I've never. That's exactly seen... what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Stallion fights back. He knocks him into the corner with a bunch of strikes after he ducks a kick and an enziguri from RSP. He hits him with a forearm to the face, trips him. Hits him with a massive dropkick bomb, and then he pulls oh him up God, and DDTs him awesome. to the mat. Like, Stallion pops off. I love those dropkick bombs where, like, in the corner, and the person, like, curls up into a cannonball, and then just, like, full extends. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks oh, so brutal. I fucking love that move <laughs> so much. And then, uh, Stallion, I don't know, he must have really gotten into himself, because he tried to pick up RSP like you would do, like, to Am- Alabama Slam Swan. I remember thinking to myself, that's just foolish. So RSP thinks that too along with a fan he's like you ain't gonna pick get him up get some help <laughs> and like RSP just blocks it goes to powerbomb him Stallion rolls him up RSP counters that one with one of its own then Stallion like you're dead double stomps him in the chest <laughs> you're dead I love when heels or faces just yell shit to someone in the ring before they kill them my so- favorite is the bucks when they do the super kick and they point at them with the, the finger guns and they go you're dead yep <laughs> we're like see ya yeah see ya yeah that one's good too see ya it's awesome or when they're about to get hit with the move, you just hear him go like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. So then R- MJF is the best at that one. Oh yeah, dude. When he's like, he's like, "Shit!" Or "Oh yeah. fuck!" And he just hits the ground. And it's just he's just dead. Yeah, like he knows, like he knows he's about to get nailed with something. He just mm-hmm. shit. I love it. <laughs> so let's see. After this, RSP picks him up, hoists him across the ring with the, with the uh, like in that suplex position again, and then he hits the mm-hmm. choke breaker out of fucking nowhere. Which is yeah, stealing it, stealing it from Nick Gage, huh? A choke slam backbreaker. Yeah, it's just fucking anything you can do, I can do better, I guess. But Nick Gage is all the way and nowhere close to here. I think <laughs> he's still rubbing it in. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like Koger use. It's like Atticus Koger using the fucking uh, skewers, right? Yeah, just just a spit in Masada's face. Mm. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that is accurate. The 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 uh, long term booking fuck you, I hate you angle. Exactly. So he was using the choke breaker to be like fuck you, Nick Gage. And then somehow Stalin kicks out of it, which surprised me, honestly, because he's he's won matches with with, with that. Mm-hmm. So immediately RSP with a which 
a lot of agility. Like for one of his size, gets up to the top rope really fucking fast because he's just like, nah, yeah, I'm not. He, he hit the choke breaker, he kicked out, and he was like, all right, game on then. <laughs> just goes up top. Fucking frog splash stallion doesn't get him the win again. I'm just was like, it the prettiest frog splash? No. no. But is a guy the size of RSD coming off the top rope going to hurt no matter what? Yes. Yes. I also remember that he he kind of salvaged it because when he fell into the frog splash, she like flung off of Stallion. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, that actually doesn't look too bad if mm-hmm. you don't think about the when he landed part. Yeah. So this pisses off RSP, obviously, because, you know, it he's frog splash and choke breaker this man. It doesn't work. So he grabs Stallion by his fucking throat and he lifts him up off the ground like some Mortal Kombat shit. And mm-hmm. Stallion fights back by headbutting him. He went for another choke breaker. He did. And Stallion used his trusty old move, uh, weapon, his noggin. <laughs> that was, yeah. Out of completely nowhere. Just fucking. Stallion, Stallion escapes a choke breaker and then just like dives into RSP and headbutts him. Mm-hmm. The two then get into a pissing contest, basically, where they just. Back and forth, heavy-headed strikes, chops, forearms, elbows, the works. And then mm-hmm. RS, uh, Rogers hits RSP with several kicks, and RSP tries to kick Stallion in the head. Stallion ducks it, RSP hits him with that Inziguri combo that he tried in from before. And then, this is probably what you were talking about again, Mike, because he, he did this twice. Yeah. I got overly excited. <laughs> oh, don't worry, because it's Mikey described it very well, because RSP goes for the killer. He's like, I'm going to choke break you, you. And then Stallion just fucking flies at him and knocks him out cold with this flying headbutt finisher and wins this match out of nowhere. I love finishers. I that I I love finishers that happen out of nowhere. They're, They're amazing. My favorite. My favorite because they can happen at any point and you're mm-hmm. like always surprised. Like RKO, awesome. Uh super kicker sweet chin slash sweet chin music same shit. Awesome, right? Yeah. Like this uh, Stallion's headbutt rules. I remember I was very impressed by uh, RSP selling on this because RSP was just knocked the fuck out. Like, he had, like, the look of a man that just had his lights knocked out. Yeah, dude. He he went down hard and was like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, there, some, something, inside of, uh, something inside of RSP's brain checked out when he got hit with the headbutt. <sighs> in his defense, a head, a, if a head flew into my head as fast as that did, uh, I would probably be sleeping for the rest of the day. Also, I like how uh, Rogers kind of knocked himself out a little bit, but he, like, landed on top of RSP after the headbutt to just land him, to start the pin. Yep. It's just that was like, just, nice like, detail. I thought that was just solid, yeah. Uh, I'll anyway. go first this time. I, yeah. I keep this match What are we giving this match? I give this match a high, man. Okay. Because okay. even though it was slow at the beginning, I don't, I mean, you, if anyone's, if you watch the show for a while, you know I don't mind slow wrestling, so... That didn't really take it out of me, and I, I love the last five minutes of this match. Yeah, no, it was solid. Like, like we 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 talked, like you said, we talked about it before. It was slow, but the last five minutes goes like balls to the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it is really good. I'm I'm also I, I'm I think I'm in the camp of a met here. I don't think I was as high on it as you were, uh, because the slowness I think took me a little more out of it in the beginning because it's like. All right, cool. I get it. You guys are really good at this. Like, can we do like the the? I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of impatient, and I'm like, I want to get to the fun stuff. You know, that's fair enough. But uh, it it just feels like work getting through the the, the like like the chain wrestling part of a wrestling match for me, mm-hmm. at least. You know, that's fair. Everyone's got their own taste and t- styles of wrestling. 
Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm giving this one a meh. It was good. Both wrestlers gave it, gave, uh, put on a solid matchup. Good selling. Good strikes. All around solid match. But uh, the slowness in the beginning kind of dropped me on it a little bit. So now let's uh, let's talk about the match that I know you and I are both high on. Cause... Oh, yeah. I was saving this one for last on purpose. Oh, this is a fucking good one. This one is Megan Bain versus Masha Slamovich from Beyond Wrestling. Now, you may be saying, Mikey, Zach, you've already reviewed this match. We've talked, you've talked about this one before, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You're going to review it again? No. This is Megan Bain versus Masha Slamovich 2 because Masha wants revenge. Masha the Russian bitch. wants revenge. And boy, how did she fucking give it her all in this match to get back at her? Yeah, man. Uh, this one was awesome. <laughs> oh, this match is a fucking slobberlocker. And I this love match this. was fire. I loved this match. Megan Bain looked like an absolute unit. Masha Slamovich for once playing the underdog. Yeah, Masha Slamovich I, in a lot of her matches the, really is the I'm gonna fuck you up and you're gonna try really? to survive me. Like, the only, like, this is the, against Megan Bain is the only time I've seen Masha Slamovich go into a match being the one who's not doing the throwing around. <laughs> you know? hmm Anyway, this one starts, this one, the way this match starts is amazing. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> so, they get to the, they both come to the ring. And then while they're standing in the corners, they start doing the ring announcements. The ring announcer's like, and, and, and blah, 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 from Athens, Greece. Uh, I also, what, what was her nickname that I love? The, oh. what did she call it? The Megasis? Yes, the Megasis. So good. Uh, he's like, the Megasis. And before he can even finish, out of nowhere, Masha Slamovich comes off the top rope and just nails Megan Bain with the missile dropkick to the back of her head. Just wipes her out. It was fucking, fucking great. loved it. She beat her ass in the corner after this. Like, she was on her, like, what on right. She's like, I'm a fuck you up, bitch. And, like, the ref. Such a great way to start the match. The ref had to try to separate them, and the announcer's like, dude, get the fuck out the way. Don't get in the middle between them. It was just. The bell. I love how she just nails. She nailed Bane and the bell. And then the bell rings. Then it did. The guy was like, oh, all right, I guess it's came on. Yeah. I guess we're doing this shit now. Like, after this, Masha is on her for the beginning of this match, like, a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, on her, like, white on rice for the beginning of this one. Mm-hmm. She, uh, like, even Bane, like, has a moment where she throws Masha in the corner, but Masha dodges her when she goes at her. She beats mm-hmm. her down more. Bane knocks her back with a big boot, and then Masha counters an Irish whip by clinging onto the ropes and then ducking a strike from Bane and just kicking her in the chest over and over again. Yeah, Ma- Masha starts off this this one, uh, pedal to the metal. She did not want to wait around for any some chain wrestling bullshit. She was here to beat someone's ass, and it was Megan Bain. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, not happy her, about her last loss. Yeah, no. Bain eventually catches one of these kicks and drops Masha with an exploder suplex, and she she gets some fucking payback because she did not appreciate the, uh, the cheap shot at the beginning of this match. No. Stiff strikes, really heavy slams with, like, a lot of impact to them mm-hmm. that I loved. And, yes, uh, it was very, very good. Mm-hmm. She's, like, beating Masha down. She gets her in the corner, like, knocks her until she's sitting in there. Masha mm-hmm. then fights back out of this corner by the only way she knows how to, which is beating up Megan Bain. Of course. And of course. Bain goes to Power Slam, where Masha gets out of it and then starts to strike back, and it, but it doesn't last long, really, because Bain no. 
mercilessly just knees her in the stomach. Oh my god, those knees looked like hell. It was just... Like, Jesus. She did not... She just ripped her a new one with those knees. It looked like she was trying to, like, put Masha, like, just knee Masha in between the turnbuckles. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And then she gets this awesome-looking, like, high-angle, like... It's this, like, big power slam where, like, she lifts Masha up all around onto her shoulder and then just slams her into the ground. Mm-hmm. Before just hitting her with a nice senton after the fact. Yeah, that really quick... Yeah, that was a dope senton. It's awesome. It's like a fuck... I... Oh, God, it was such a fucking good-looking move. The two of them executed mm-hmm. it really well. Doesn't get her the win, though, obviously. Yeah. So she locks Masha in a bear hug, which I found very amusing that the Russian that, you know... When I think of Russia, I think of just bears. Bears. And I'm like, yeah, lock her in a bear hug. That's funny. I <laughs> got him. So Masha elbows her way out of this one. But you know why? Why? Because she knows how to fight a bear. This is very true. If you tell me Masha imagine. Slamovich had ever choked out Masha a bear. Slamovich can, Masha, Masha Slamovich can suplex a bear. Oh, definitely. I'm, I, I, I'm confident. I think her and Brian, uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson would have a good time fighting bears and training with bears. <laughs> That's how they get tough. <laughs> I love that bit from Brian. Uh, well, back to use Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Fucking bear wrestling. Anywho. <laughs> she then forearms Bane over and over again, spitting back fists her, knees her into the ropes. But Bane's mm-hmm. power, man, is on a fucking another level. Like, she yeah. counters... She's an absolute monster in this match. An Irish whip from Masha, picks her up sideways, and then power slams her. And... She's pissed off now because Masha has just refuses to fucking stop. Like, it's like, <laughs> just like a why won't you die attitude, I feel like. <laughs> Please, stay down. Beats her down more, gets her in the corner, and rams her shoulder into her a few times, and then launches Masha across her with a fucking double underhook suplex, of all things. Yeet. Fucking yeet or be yote, and Masha got yoked. <laughs> so, Bane... <laughs> yeet or be yote. I... I, I I love when my friend told me the the passage <laughs> of yeet is yote. It's just it's just been in my head ever since. Yeet or be yeeted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So after this, Bane uh, hoists her onto the top rope, and then mm-hmm. Masha boots Bane in the face and gets her in a sleeper hold on the top rope. Which, as commentary was very nice to explain to me, she's choked out several people with this. It is also an illegal move. He's very illegal. So much the refs like. Counting to make her let go when she has to let go. She hits Bane with a diamond dust. It's a modified stunner off the top rope, basically. From yes. the top rope. It wasn't the best looking one, but it was probably... Out of all the moves in this match, it was probably... It was the, effective. It was effective. It wasn't the prettiest looking one, but it was effective. That's for sure. Just like just like RSP's Frog Splash. Yes. Not pretty, but damn, it probably hurt. Mm-hmm. So with Bane laying in the corner now, uh, Masha then just running double knees her in the face. Goes for it mm-hmm. a second time, but then Bane... Tosses her out onto the apron and then suplexes Masha back into the ring. Like, because, yeah, because she, is. she threw her onto the apron and then Masha like grabbed Bane by the hair and dragged her to the middle of the apron. And Masha tried to suplex Bane to the floor. Mm-hmm. And Bane was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no! Get back in the ring." Yeah, uh, you, you're you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. I like how the crowd like started to part just because at this point these two had beat each other up so much that it was actually likely plausible that they would just suplex <laughs> under the yeah, outside. Yeah, right. Yeah, the fans were like, "You fans like you listen." Uh, this I, doesn't I, re- this doesn't normally happen, but like, man, it might today. <laughs> <laughs> and then the day it actually does happen is very few, but when it does, it's awesome. Yeah. 
After this, if I recall correctly, Bane goes for that running senton again, and Masha rolls out of it, so the two of them both have to get up at the same time. Yep, they get up at the same time. Uh, Masha starts getting in some quick strikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, landing like four, landing a lot of kicks. She gets like that uh, spinning heel kick off. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I think Bane tried to go for a clothesline, and she like ducked under it and like flipped around and hit her with that spinning heel kick, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Masha gets some momentum back until Bane catches Masha and hits an F five. Dude, that F five was fucking beautiful. That shit looked fucking. <laughs> Just plants Masha. Masha was, you know. I always remember, love whenever I think of like a wrestler taking move. For some reason, I always remember how when Kurt Angle took the uh, the Styles Clash. Right, there are two yeah. ways to take this move. The safe way, which is uh, you never have to, you never uh, duck your head or something like that. Where like it looks less effective looking, but you don't get hurt. And then Kurt Angle, for some not even for some reason, because he's a fucking beast, was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna take it the fucking way where it actually my face just hits the floor because it looks awesome." Yeah, because when he was taking it, he was probably high on perk. Probably. But nonetheless, but, I just but Masha just He's hit. clean now. Congratulations, Kurt Angle. We support you in your journey. Very true. Very true. Yeah, not, Masha. Not, not trying to insult you, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Great. Masha did not try to protect As her face. That's the point of that. Masha just full front. Just, her face just ate the canvas. Oh, yeah. It was not not a good not a good looking landing. Mm hmm. Uh, but man, also, I really liked on commentary how they were like. She's like, every time I see Bane, her moveset just evolves even more. I've never even seen her do that until today. Yeah, Masha took her places that she had never been before. Mm-hmm. And it, I think I think that's really cool how we're, how they're letting us basically watch Megan. We're, we're, they're letting us watch Megan Bane evolve as a wrestler and grow to be this monster, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's using all these new moves against Masha because she, like, can't put her down. And I think it's neat. Pretty much, Because yeah. now it's like, now it's like we know she has those in her arsenal. And now you have to be aware of it. It's kind of like the exactly. Daniel Bryan, uh, the Brian Danielson conundrum of he has five different ways he's beaten people, so you just don't know how he's going to beat them. Yeah. So after this, Masha gets some fight back in the corner, and she goes to crossbody Bane, and Bane catches her, because of course she fucking does. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and it's a massive boss man slam, which commentary was nice of telling me was one of the moves she's beaten someone with, but Masha kicks out of it. Yeah. Like, Masha... Masha is the epitome of fuck you bitch I'm not losing even though like no. she, like her teeth are busted out her nose is fucked up and she just doesn't care <laughs> spits spits blood out of her mouth <laughs> I didn't hear no bell I fuck I was hoping you'd go with that <laughs> so Bane punches and chops Masha over and over again until she gets her back into the corner and Masha can't really fight back at this point so Bane goes for the boss man slam again but Masha counters it with a fucking crucifix pin out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But Bane kicks out, so Masha, like, just fucking straight up axe kicks the back of her head. Yeah, fucking... great, great, great way to uh, answer that. Yeah, dude, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, God, no. Because, like, you, it looked like she, she, either she got very close to kicking her in the head, or she actually just straight up axe kicked the back of her head. Yeah, it was brutal. Then... And an absolute show of strength, because even though Masha's been dominating this whole match, Masha ain't the one to fuck with. Masha no. will beat your ass, no problem. She deadlifts Masha Bane is up, strong. Gets her halfway remember up. How we said we, remember how we said she could suplex a bear? Very true, very true. This just further, this further uh, assesses that, that statement, because she halfway picks up Bane, power bombs her, Gang kicks out, so Masha's like, well, if it ain't broke, I ain't gonna fucking fix it. And she just fully <laughs> picks her up into the power bomb list again, and slams her into the mat. 
And, and then Bane kicks out again. I was very surprised she kicked out of that. I was I thought for sure that was one of those like moments where it's just like just she can't kick out of it again. It's just too much. Samasha Bane, drags her the, the corner monster. and she's like, Alright, if I can't pin this fucking bitch, I'm going to sleeper hold her in the corner, the illegal one mm-hmm. from before. But it's her downfall, unfortunately, because Bane recognizes this, fights her way out of it, hoists Masha onto her shoulders, and spikes her with a tombstone. Her other finisher for the win. Her her finisher before this was that boss band slam. I forgot what she called it though. I forgot what it was called too. I hold on, I'll the, look this up, Mikey. Uh, it's like it's like the the queen. It's like the Majesty Slammer. I sub like that. But I'm gonna look like, it up. You... That boss band slam is her other finisher. But yeah, she uh, Masha goes for the the chokehold in the corner again. But uh, Megan Bain is able to reverse it and get Masha into a tombstone position. Hit the tombstone. Masha goes down, Bane gets the one, two, three, and Megan Bane wins again over Masha Slamovich. 2-0 against Masha. Goddamn. Did Masha try her best? A very rare feat (laughs) that someone, that Masha loses twice. This fucking, this match was wild. This match was great. Uh, Fucking love this match. Awesome match between these two. Uh, it was a great grudge match for sure because Masha got Masha got much more in. I feel like this match than she got in the last one. Masha was ready for more of Bane's offense, mm-hmm. had answers to it, and it was just a solid match of two people beating the hell out of each other just because they hate each other, right? Like that's mm-hmm. it. And it was great. I'm giving this one a mark out. I, I like. I love this match. I have very similar feelings to you. Except mine were slightly different, only because I had never seen a Megan Bane match. You told me about this match, but I didn't actually watch this match. Right? You never watched the first one. So I walked into this not knowing anything about Megan Bane. I literally had never seen her. I hadn't heard of her. And I walked in going, who is this lady? And I walked out going, may I have more of this lady wrestling, please? Spoiler alert, she won the first match, too. (laughs) No. Oh, gee, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, this... She came out. She looked like fucking... Wonder Woman and like Athena, basically Athena, and she fucking I mean, wrestled like Athena. She was not the one to fuck with. And by the end of this match, I'm a massive fan of that. She is, I think, dude. They beyond is building her up to be like their next like monster heel. If she can keep up in the, the in their women's division, or just like in general, I think they were talking about weren't they weren't they talking about a match where she faced like Josh Alexander or something? I think so. I might be wrong. Like they're just building, they're building her up to be like a monster heel in that division, mm. and I am so stoked to see what Megan Bain does, yeah, uh, or where she goes, uh, and who she destroys. Oh yeah, if she can keep up the quality that I saw in that match, then God, the sky is the limit for her. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolute beast. In Megan case you can't Bain. tell, this match gets a mark out for me. This shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, this one ruled. I like uh, this one was great. Uh, awesome matchup between these two. Definitely go check it out if you can, and go watch the first one if you feel like. From from the a uh, couple weeks ago, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Megan Bay Masha Slamovich one and two. Go check those out. Hopefully, there's going to be a three because I would like that. But there's there's no reason to be a three because Masha lost twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, there is one benefit to her losing. We'll now eventually in the future get to see Layla Hirsch fight Masha Slamovich. And the this Russian girls are gonna beat the shit out of each other, and I'm gonna fucking this love it. This is true. I'm very excited about this. I think I think they're probably moving Masha. I think I think Masha's probably moving to AEW more full time now. I think. 
Um, I have a feeling. I have a feeling she's getting signed. Is, did she get signed already? I don't actually. Actually, I don't know. I'm gonna look this up. But as a guy who wants, I feel like she either got signed and I didn't hear about it, or she's about to get signed. I think right she because it, just... it, be a, it, it this would be a great exit for her in Beyond right now. Mm. To lose to Megan Bain twice, go away for a while, do some dynamite, do some dark, and then like for a big Beyond pay per view, have her return and beat the piss out of out of Bane in like a post-match segment or something mm. and set up another and set up Masha uh Masha Bane 3. I would that's how down. I would, that's how I would like to see it. I'd be down. Uh anyway, that's all three matches out of the way this week. Uh where we both talked about uh and Zach, this is going to be the last double down. F's in the chats, boys. Moment of silence. F's in the chats, yeah. This is so not poggers, dude. I'll miss the double downs. Yeah. So this is gonna be. Oh, sorry. Let me let me let me lead into it properly. If it's the last. Let's one. give it. A, let's give it a good send off. Yeah, we gotta give it a good send off. So we watched all three of our matches out of the way. We all three of our matches out of the way this week. And Zach, that just leaves with that just leaves us with uh, the double down. The double down. <laughs> this is the segment of the show, the last segment of the show, where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, what match did I give you on the double down? Oh, baby, you gave me a fucking great match as a send-off. You gave me Biff sick. I have been waiting all fucking week to hear what you thought about this match. I hope you know. I have been on like the edge of my seat because I cannot wait to hear you talk about this match. Oh, baby, you, I got you. You uh, gave. I sorry. Continue. Biff Busick going against Speedball Mike Bailey, the man who has never had a bad match, as far as I'm concerned, at Beyond and, Wrestling. And you gave me Chuck Taylor versus Eric Cannon at First Wrestling. I, I another I, awesome match. I was. I'm very. I'm in a similar boat. I feel like coincidentally, you and I gave each other matches that the other ones that matches the love. other ones style really well. They're preferred, like what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, since I've been on the edge of my seat all week, why don't we kick it off with you? What did you think about Mike Bailey versus Biff Busick? Uh, theory still stands about Mike Bailey. This match fucking ruled. This match fucked. I (laughs) fucking love this goddamn match. That match was so good. I was so into this fucking match from the beginning to the goddamn end. Like... Those two murdered each they other. They slaughtered each other. There was no mercy from either side, and I fucking loved it. That's how I like my wrestling. Uh, yeah, get into it. Well, let's start off with the point that I found was the most amusing. Is that this is in this is in the uh, and don't don't be we have, listen now that now that we've changed the format, we've got plenty of time. So don't worry, don't worry about making it quick. So, first thing I want to address is that there was a part of the if you heard the last episode. I fucked up our recording last time, so we lost an entire <laughs> recording of that episode. Stop calling us out! So Nobody Mikey, had to know the first time, either. <laughs> so Mikey had a point that he talked about in the first recording that he didn't mention the second one that I thought was a very good call I'm going to talk about here now. Was that this match starts off with the crowd fucking hating Mike Bailey. Mm-hmm. They say he's from Canada, and they're like, Boo! Boo! Fuck you, Canada! Fuck Canada! Yeah. I'm just like, wow, that's just... Mike Bailey getting booed like that? Shit. Biff Busick cheered instantly. He's from America. What can yeah. you expect? And they went Also, from... he was... Also, I think this was, this was about the time he was either very close to leaving Beyond, so he was, like, mega over. Oh, yeah, that and, makes sense. He was, he was, like, already mega over, so it was just, like, 
But Mike Bailey was fighting from behind, basically, for, for the, the crowd's love. Mm-hmm. And by the end of this match, they went from fuck you, Mike Bailey, to both these guys, and I fucking oh, yeah. loved it. It was, yeah. it was a, they it, absolutely 180 on Mike Bailey. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, so let's go into it. The strikes of this match were obnoxiously good. It was like yeah. eating my favorite food. I just couldn't get enough of it. I wanted more it, of it. They were just hit. I, I, they were just hitting each other. Mm-hmm. That was it. They weren't pulling any punches. There was no like, there was no like fake strikes. I swear to God, these two were just like just hit me. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one spot that one of my favorite hits. And only because of how Busick sold it and how good it looked from Bailey was that it was like when Busick sprinted at him and he just spin kicked him in the face and just nearly knocked his ass out. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. This match is just gets caught. Awesome. So, a couple notable spots. And I'm not going to go into... I actually wrote here. I'm not going to go into much detail because Mikey did a great job of going through this entire <laughs> match because I could talk oh, about I, this match. I talked about this match for out. For, I could talk about this match for some I long. really could because there's so many good spots about it. But I want to put out the spots just to convince you for the last double down to watch this fucking match because this match is fucking awesome. You need to watch. Like, like this is... This is one of, if not the, like, one of the most, for me, one of the matches I want people to watch the most out of, like, all of the matches we've ever reviewed. So good. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> the other one is Mike Bailey versus Walter. That's also Go watch that one. Because that one actually legitimately made me cry, like, two or three times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I will say that it's warranted. The match fucking, the match. This match fucks. That match destroys. Mike, listen. Mike Bailey's got something special. He could work with literally anybody, and uh, no matter what, it's amazing. One of these. But days. also, I guess it, I guess it, it helps that he always works with amazing talent. Very true. Very true. All right. So first spot. <laughs> There's a couple of these. Uh, was when Mike Bailey went for a poison Rana and Busick, the absolute fucking mad lad that he is, was like, I could. Just drop you on your face here. But instead, let's go to the outside. He just falls backwards out of the outside. The two of them crash into the crowd. Then Bailey kicked Busick in the face. And then Busick on the second kick caught him and just straight exploder suplexed him back first onto the apron. And it was at this moment that I realized, oh, these two are just going to swing for the fucking fences. Oh, yeah. This shit was nasty. Bailey, it was like the picture-perfect spot of why you don't ever want to land on your back on the apron. Like, it was... That apron gave no fucks for Bailey. No. After this would be, um... The next spot comes up after Busick hung Mike Bailey in the top row via suplex, because right after this, he sprinted at Bailey, European uppercut cut him, ran to the opposite corner, sprinted back, and just, like, three times, just rapid succession, just uppercutted Mike Bailey to just another universe. fuck out of Mike Bailey in the corner. He did... This man was like, I'm going to send you to Europe with these European uppercuts. And he fucking did. <laughs> so, and then after that, the next spot would be when Bailey hit his Ultima weapon finisher onto Busey out of fucking nowhere. Simply for me, this was just because the crowd got popped so much from this because they were just so caught off guard, but so hyped to see him hit this fucking move. He got some height on this one, Yeah, dude. he fucking did. And for those of you that don't know and are unfortunate to not have watched the Mike Bailey match, the ultimate weapon is when Mike Bailey, after his opponent, is bent over... He shooting star presses and then lands on their back with double knees. And it looks fucking awesome. If you go to his Twitter, I think at one point I had it pinned for his finisher. But if you just look up his thing, you'll find it. Like it, Zach said, if you haven't watched Mike Bailey, what what are you doing? You have did yourself an unfortunate disservice, and you can remedy this very quickly. 
yeah, if you're a wrestling fan and you haven't seen a Mike Bailey match, go go right. I I don't even I don't even care if I lose the views on this episode. I don't even care if I lose the views on this episode and listens on this episode. Pause this episode right now. <laughs> go to YouTube and watch Mike Bailey matches. Go ahead. We'll you, wait. You owe it to yourself. Okay, so you anyway, stay here now. now. You're back, right? You watch the matches. Great. Great. You know how awesome Mike Bailey is now. <laughs> so after this next sequence that I just fucking loved was when these two just beat the shit out of each other over and over. And there was a point where Bailey just slapped Busick in the face and he just slowly turned around, grabbed him by his chin and just slapped the shit out of his face just oh. until he just collapsed into the apron. That was one of my favorite spots it, where, where he just came back and was like, oh, you didn't just do that. He just grabs him and like, bat, little bat, shit. Bat, mm, yeah. mm, mm. Oh my. This match, this spot's a classic and it just further showcased how good these two are at striking and selling each other. And it also led to the finishing sequence, which is fucking wild. Oh, yeah. So during the sequence, the two of them were fighting on the top rope because Bailey jumped up there. And Busick was trying to get Bailey down at the top. And Bailey, the fucking mad lad, was like, eh, I'll just hit you with a stunner. And he stunnered Busick where he hung his neck onto the top rope. So he fell back into the ring. And then mm-hmm. he... <laughs> Bailey's on the apron, and the two of them are fighting back and forth. And Busick's trying to stop Bailey to do something. And I'm like, oh, what are you going to do? Just drag him into the ring? And Busick was like, fuck you, stupid viewer, I got you. And he punched Bailey in the face, got him in like a half Nelson, and just hoisted him up over the top rope, bounced off the middle rope, and slammed Bailey into the ring. I Unreal fucking popped me. Stri- Unreal strength from it, Busick. It was like... He just like deadlifted Bailey over the top rope. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Then he turned Bailey out with a fucking lariat, with, inside out with a lariat. It was just death. And then he kicked out of death. And then Busek was like, ha-ha, death too. And he locked him in a bulldog choke, and he forced him to tap out. It's fucking awesome. His match yeah. was just a, his match was, was adrenaline. I fucking loved it. The An crowd absolute, was awesome. Absolute work of art wrestling. These two did a fucking awesome job. If I could give it mark out extra, I would. It's fucking mark out. I have more it's energy now than just thinking about this match. amazing. Dude, I was like, oh, Biff Busick, Mike Bailey might be a solid one. I like them both. Let's see how it is. And then I left that match being like, holy fucking moly. I just watched magic. Like, oh, little did you know, you you stumbled upon an actual hidden gem in the independent waters. Absolute magic. Really, 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 really good. Mm. And they just uploaded that match like two weeks ago. Oh, Not really? Even. Yeah. Like that match got uploaded from beyond like the day, like the day I watched it. I think. Damn. Remember how I was like, this match has like 1,200 views and it deserves 12 million? Yes. Yeah. Well. Because, uh, yeah, this this match just got uploaded. So if you haven't seen it yet, go to Beyond Wrestling's YouTube channel. should be right toward the top. Find it and watch it like as many times as you need because. Oh, boy, this match is good. It is. I, can, I, we can, I cannot sing it enough praise. This is definitely like if we had. Uh, if we had. <laughs> If we had an Independent Waters Hall of Fame, this would be, like, top five. Top three, even, probably. It's so goddamn good. That should be a special episode we do one day. We'll talk about that later. Just, like, go back and and think and, like, recount some of the best matches we've watched on this show. That could be fun. That could be great. We have a lot. We basically have, like, a log of them. All right. So. Anyway. Got another match to talk about, don't we? <laughs> we should. We should have ended the show with that one, but... (laughs) 
Oh, what a fade away. In hindsight, we should have ended the show with that one. But yes, we have another match to talk about. We have one more match to talk about. Also a very solid also a very awesome match. Uh this is Chuck Taylor taking on Eric Cannon from First Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh with referee Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> uh I'm gonna try like uh, again a, another uh, the, the the disclaimer of every double down. I'm gonna try not to go into too much detail because Zach did an amazing job last week. I was in last week's episode. If you want to hear more about it, uh, because Zach recanted it very well. So Thank you. the this match is great because this match is Chuck Taylor being like the most chicken shit of chicken shit heels. Yep. And Eric Cannon just wanting to beat the piss out of him. Yep. And it's awesome. Literally, like Eric Cannon starts off this match and hits like a few moves and immediately as he gets hit like Chuck Taylor gets hit with like all move and he's like I'm out goodbye time out hold on wait hold on. stop like <laughs> immediately runs away like off the bat just the fucking worst yeah and then he comes back in the ring and he's like hey he was pulling my hair <laughs> and, and t- Bryce <laughs> Bryce just goes up to Eric and he's like you were pulling his hair and he's like what <laughs> very very good uh, they fight for a little bit. They kind of go back and forth for a while. Uh, Eric has, like, Chuck Taylor in, like, an arm lock. And then he just, like, bites down on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like runs around Bryce so Bryce can't see what's going on. And then Chuck, Chuck Taylor's like, he bit me. And, and then Eric gets him in, like, a waist lock. And then Chuck bites Bryce. <laughs> yeah. Bryce shoves him off to like break it up to break up this waist lock, and uh, Chuck gets out of it. Uh, another great spot is when Ch- uh, Chucky e. T is down, and Cannon grabs a beer out of his jacket, and he like puts and he puts Chuck Taylor in like the figure four or whatever. Yeah, and he just holds him there while he like chugs it, and then pour he pours some on his face, mm-hmm. gets more in his mouth, and then Chuck Taylor gets up and he hits him with a beer mist, which was great, and then he just knocks the can over his head. Fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> which was amazing. Uh and then uh after this after this the next spot I have is the pit exchanges. Oh, the where they just keep like Taylor will like take take out Eric's legs, go for the pin, gets Eric kicks out, T- Eric does the same thing to Taylor, sweeps his legs out, goes for the pin. They just keep going back and forth with this for a little while. And Bryce is like, "One, oh, one." Uh. One, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they both get up, and Bryce goes behind Chuck Taylor, sweeps out Chuck Taylor's <laughs> legs, goes for the pin. Eric Cannon in perfect time, without even a second thought, drops down. One, two, three, and Bryce <laughs> Redford pins Chuck Taylor. By the way, AEW, when's that rematch? Yeah. <laughs> When are we gonna see Bryce Remsburg Chuck Taylor too? I fucking loved it. Give it to me. God, it was uh, so funny. <laughs> then Bryce and Eric like raises Bryce's hands and they just celebrate. They just celebrate the ring. Bryce goes up to the top rope, grabs a beer from a fan, drinks it. He's just chilling. And then while chew, it's just such a good spot. I love this so, spot so much. It was just such a. This match was like. It was like a fine wrestling match, and then just this dumb, like, comedy spot just put it over the top for me, because it was just so good. Oh like, God. the way Bryce, like, celebrated, like, he just won a title, he was like, yeah! He was running around the ring, oh, it was great, it mm-hmm. was just wonderful. Oh, it was awesome. Um, 
Anyway, while Bryce is celebrating, uh, Chuck attacks Eric Cannon from behind, beats him down for a while, and he's like, what were you doing? <laughs> My bad. Chuck's like, sorry. Uh, Bryce is like, sorry, he got carried away. My bad. Uh, uh, and then the match continues, of course, between Taylor and Eric Cannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor continues the beatdown for a while. Uh, then uh, Cannon is able to break out, uh, like, break out of, I think he was going for a suplex or something, and Cannon broke out and he hit the neck breaker, which was great. They were both down for a while. Uh, Bryce was counting. Uh, I like how Chuck was on, like, spaghetti legs getting up. He was, like, using the ropes. He was, like, his, like, knees were wobbly. And yeah. Bryce is, like, are you sure you can stand? And while he's, like, seeing if Chuck can stand, Eric Cannon from behind Bryce Taylor just, like, kips up. And he's, yeah. like, I'm ready. Fuck it. He's just, like, yeah, I fucking do this all day. Yeah. And just, like, charges at Chuck Taylor and just nails him with some big strikes. Uh, then at one point, uh, Taylor goes for the sunset flip. But uh, Cannon rolls through and hits chuck with a drop kick which was sweet uh then he runs him on the ropes and he hits the big chops yeah uh goes for he hits a big chop on one rope uh chuck like runs to the other like to another rope cannon follows him to go load up with another chop but before he can like he he puts his hand up and when he does chuck just grabs it spins him around and hits him with the eat defeat yep into a rock bottom Mm mm-hmm uh, which was funny because the announcers were like, he took that from his buddy Dwayne, <laughs> which I thought was very good. <laughs> um, then he goes to the top rope, goes for a moonsault, but Eric is able to dodge out of the way. Uh, and Eric follows up, follows us up with a big fisherman suplex, but goes for the pin. Chuck Taylor kicks out. Then, uh, Chuck Taylor nails a big super kick. Uh, on Eric Cannon into a DDT, and then Cannon kicks out. These two are just trading big, like, big moves back and forth, and they neither of them are giving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, this is the part where everything turns around for Chuck Taylor in a bad way, because after that DDT, uh, and after Cannon kicks out, Chuck is not happy with Bryce's slow count, quote-unquote, uh, and shoves Bryce into the rope. Bryce not very happy about it. No. Sho- shoves Chuck back. And then Ch- Chuck is like, oh, you want to go? Fine. <laughs> shoves Bryce. Bryce bounces off the ropes. <laughs> runs at him. It's a hurricane rana. <laughs> to Chuck Taylor. Which sends him directly into the arms of an awaiting Eric Cannon. Who hits his finisher to win the match. I love how the deciding factor in this match was Bryce Remsburg. Okay, Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> like, the, what cost Chuck Taylor this match was his feud with Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> Actually. Which he, was incredible. You literally just had to not be so, uh, just hate, you just had to just not, stop, just stop hating Bryce Remsburg. He couldn't, he couldn't do it, though. Good. Can can we just talk about a how good Eric Cannon is? Yes. Amazing striker, huge power moves. Uh, love his style because I, I, I like. I we all know I like the brawler type. So mm-hmm. Eric Cannon is like yeah. for me. I think he was just funny enough. I think right after we talked about him on this show last week, I looked on. I think Dark Elevation and he was on it. Yes, he was on it. 
Isn't that wild? I, I thought know. that was so funny. I was like, we just talked about that guy. That's so crazy. It really is. It's it's very fun to see Dark Elevation because I could I've watched so many matches now that I can see like Eric Cannon or I can see um oh fuck. Also on Dark Elevation from the from the I didn't see the actual match, but from the um the match graphic I saw, he looked huge. Yeah. Fucking large he lad. Looked like, he looked like he got much bigger than he was. Man. Uh, anyway, Eric Cannon's great. And Chuck Taylor is just hilarious. Man gets comedy oh wrestling. Oh my god, it. that man understands comedy wrestling to such a perfect degree. What? <laughs> I'm just laughing god. thinking about Chuck that match Taylor, again. Chuck Taylor, so good, man. Does not get does not get enough time on AEW. Not even way up. Like I get it because you know his tag team partner's gone. Yeah, so it makes sense. Like like you you don't want to have the best friend. Like I guess, but I would love to see. I would love to see Chuck Taylor on Dynamite or on the Dark do some like do some matches like he did with Cannon right here, like like good matches, but sprinkle in some funny stuff, you know? Yes, like I... you have you have Bryce Remsburg there. <laughs> AEW you do. You do. It's very let true. them work their magic. Uh-huh. Aren't they like home? Aren't they like really close? Uh, like, in, like aren't so. they like best friends in real life? I think so. I'm pretty because they they both came up through the the Midwest wrestling scene. Mm, that would make sense. They they kind of they kind of came up together. That's that they kind of like grew big. That, that's I think that's why they're friends because they're just like I feel like they were constantly working shows together. Anyway, beside the point. This match was great. Uh, I'm giving it a mark out. Oh yeah, Let's I love. Go. It was a great match on top of adding enough comedy where it's like it didn't ruin. It didn't like take away at all from the good wrestling in this match. All it did was it was like a flavor enhancer, right? Yes. Like you didn't like you didn't load the mat like they didn't like dump a bottle of hot sauce on it. They just like sprinkled a little bit of salt mm-hmm. to make it taste better. You know, a little a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down easier, right? Yeah, true that, true that. I just realized what and, it was now, Mike. The, the name I saw in elevation, it was Jossie. That was who I saw in there. Oh yeah, we have watched the Jossie match before. Yeah, it's very. Wait, that was also a good one. It was it was frontman Jossie is good. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, anywho, this match was great. I'm giving it a mark out. I love. I think the the comedy spots really highlighted the good rest. I think like it just complemented the good wrestling in such a great way, and this match just came together really, really well. Facts. Like nothing felt forced. It was all just solid, and it, I really enjoyed it. So definitely a mark out for me. And you know I'm a sucker for comedy wrestling. So mm-hmm. I, I I was hoping you'd like this match as much as I did. Yeah, I really did. I really, really did. Well, that's all of our matches out of the way this week. That's everything. We did it. Damn. We did it. Uh, we had some bangers this week. Yeah, we fucking did. It was a good <laughs> week. It was a very good week. Uh, Yeah, so go check out those matches whenever possible. All free on YouTube if you want to go get into independent wrestling. It is probably the best time to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, independent wrestling is absolutely exploding these days, and... uh. You should become a part of it. Be a part of the crowd. Be a part of the fans. Be a part of the the. I don't want to say the world because, like, you're, you know, we're we're not wrestling. We're not we're not in that world. We're we're just the fan. We're watching from the outside, right? That's our job. That's what we sure. do. Sure, we sure, are sure. we are not here to be like we're part of the business. Like, no, like mm, we're not. Like, you're not. Expand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not really. But just expand your horizons. Expand your horizons if you are. 
if you have not watched independent wrestling before or if you're just getting into independent wrestling it is the best time to do it because independent wrestling is better than it's ever been go cheer on your favorite wrestlers go find some new favorite wrestlers uh and go just watch more wrestling <laughs> that's not wwe anyway <laughs> cuz i can't say i can't say don't watch AEW cuz it's great i'm wearing my AEW hoodie right now so <laughs> uh if you watch like, WWE, I mean, you do you. If you want to watch, there's so much wrestling out these yeah, days. If yeah, you, watch if you, like, yeah, that was that. You're right. That was shitty of me to be like, don't watch WWE. Like, if you like it, you like it. It's your thing, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, like Mike and I have been recording. We both have our problems with the WWE. But if you're in, if that's your thing, that's your thing. There's so much wrestling out there. Like Mike said, there's so much wrestling out there these days. That, like, there's so you can much find wrestling. anything. If you can't find a part a style of wrestling that is up to your taste then you're not looking hard enough either you're not looking hard enough or you just i i, I want to say you're not a wrestling fan because it's like it's there's so much you just gotta look yeah it you're no matter what kind of wrestling you like like zach said no matter what kind of wrestling you like you can find it in the indie scene oh yeah. no doubt in my mind you can definitely find it we've gone over like, a lot like, of comedy very... wrestling comedy wrestling orange cassidy chuck taylor gentleman jervis uh some other who are some other good ones? Some other good comedy wrestlers. Uh, of course, there's Gentleman Jervis. I love Gentleman Jervis. <laughs> or my Gentleman Jervis shirt the other day. Yeah, like or like oh like you we all know how good how how much OC got over how much Gentleman Jervis got over or and not how well we all know how much OC got over. Gentleman Jervis is great. Chuck Taylor is great. Gene Money is great from uh, Riptide. Uh, don't forget um, uh, what the, uh, hold on. Gene Money from Riptide. Dude. Gene He's Money hilarious. is very that good. That match was that what we, that one match we watched with him was great. Yes, it was. Let's see who else was there. Um, oh, what Shug uh Shug Dunkerton. Shug D, yeah, Sugar Dunkerton, Shug D, Pineapple Pete. Good comedy wrestlers. Lemonade, and then if you want hard hitting wrestlers, I mean, there's so many, there's so, so many, many people that'll just kick the shit out of each other. Unfortunate. Uh, I mean, oh, going AEW, Brian Danielson. There's Mike uh, Bailey. There's. Like you, point is, we don't have to name every wrestler in the book. If you find a style of wrestling you like, go after it, and I guarantee you, you'll find something that matches what you want to see. Yeah, facts. It's all there, man. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're already an hour and sixteen minutes in, so I'm gonna leave the plug short. Go check out the uh, countoutpod.com/slash/memberships to become a member of the Countout Network if you are not already. Uh, go subscribe over there for five dollars a month, where you could. If, and if you do, you get exclusive audios from us here at the Countout Network, uh, which are hilarious. If you ask me, they're all very, very good. They're all like little joke episodes that we did of our own podcasts, and I think they're they're like pa- they're all parody episodes. I think you would really, really enjoy them. They're all very funny. Uh, me and Ryan recorded one of the most fun pieces of media we've ever recorded on this podcast network. Me and Zach did a fun, uh, a fun little riff on this show. Uh, there's a lot of fun content for you wait, waiting in the waiting in the the drop the Dropbox link you'll get when you're when you become a member. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the five dollars a month you can have it go any anywhere you want. You can divide that up among whatever podcast you listen to here on the network, and uh, we'll we'll make sure it gets there. You know, we we like to make sure everyone is supported. As much as they can be here on the network, we appreciate everyone and all the hard work they do. Um, and go check out the other shows, the all the other shows here on the network: How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling, Ring Post Radio, Your Dose of Death, uh, Happy Hour. All of those shows, go watch them. They deserve all of your love and attention. Uh, and if you're not really a podcast person, we also have articles on our website that you can go check out by some of our awesome writers. Uh, here on the network, such as Scotty, e. Scott E. Edwards, Michael Brennan, and Sky. 
uh, go check those out whenever you get the chance because they write awesome articles. And of course, Ryan Knight he writes also great articles. Can't 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 dismiss can't dismiss the man who started this network with me, Ryan Knight. <laughs> um, and yeah, and if you like and if you like video content, we also have a YouTube channel where we have a bunch of fun video content. We have replays of Happy Hour, which we do live every Thursday night at eight thirty over on twitch.tv slash countout. If you go to and if you if you go to the YouTube channel, we have a bunch of fun stuff over there. Uh, and you can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at countoutpod, where we base where that's where we spend like basically all of our time. So if you ever want to get in touch with us, Twitter is definitely the best way to do it. Uh, hit us up on Count Out Pod. We're always looking for new podcasts to to join the network. So if you are a uh, up and coming wrestling podcast looking for some footing, we'd love to talk. Uh, DM us on Twitter. We love to we love to hear 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 what you have to offer, and we we we're wait we're looking for more people to 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 join the Count Out the Count Out Network and uh, be podcasters here with us. And uh, I think I think uh, we can help we can help we can help each other out. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that does it for the plugs. Zach, you got anything? Nope. Oh, actually, I want to put over one small thing. One thing. Oh, do tell. One thing I want to put over going on this week. Uh, they're about it's going on this week. It is called Desert Bus for Hope. Oh. And what it is is a group is a group called Loading Ready Run from Canada. Uh, they are a YouTube comedy troupe, and they put on like they do like streams and a bunch of comedy sketches on YouTube. They make videos. They do all kinds of content. But this every, every for one week every November they do. Desert Bus for Hope, which is they play the worst game ever made, Desert Bus, uh, which is you drive a bus from Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada in real time at 45 miles per hour, which takes eight hours. Oh, my God. An empty bus on an empty road with bus stops that pick up nobody and occasionally a bug splatters on the windshield. And then when you get to Las Vegas, you get one point. And then you turn around and you go back and you do that forever. That's the whole game. They play, but they play that and they, but not, they don't, they don't only just play that game. They also put on skits, put on like fun. They put on uh, live auctions. They do prize giveaways for people who donate. Uh, and they do a whole bunch of stuff to just entertain you and make it fun and raise money for child's play charity which is a charity that is dedicated to giving video games and different kinds of entertainment stuff, different kinds of entertainment to kids in hospitals for who are there for prolonged stays. Uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful cause. I've, I've helped donate to them myself back in college. We uh, did a fundraiser for the video games club. Highly, highly, highly recommend you go check out child's play. Uh, awesome, awesome charity doing awesome work. Uh, and every and like I said, every year they do this. They raise a ton of money for Child's Play charity. And if you want to go be a part of that awesome, awesome stream, uh, go check out twitch.tv slash Desert Bus and go give your support. Go give your monies to Child's Play. Go donate. Go enter to win some awesome, amazing, nerdy, stupid prizes. Um, and I know one of I, <laughs> I know one of the people on there is definitely a wrestling fan. So hey, <laughs> we got somebody in, you know. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, definitely go check it out. Absolutely worth your time. Uh, just a group of amazing people doing an amazing charity stream. Uh and they just they just keep keep playing this dumb game for as long as people keep donating. That's the whole shtick. Like basically, like right now, like last time I checked they were at 96 hours they've been going. Oh my god. Out of gosh. 100 out of 155. 
Jesus Christ. The stream runs like at the stream runs continuously for as long as they as long as they raise money. And God right damn. now, right now, I think they started on Friday, and right now it's Wednesday, and they're still bussing. So go 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 check it out and support them. Uh, go support an awesome charity, and uh, maybe go win some prizes along the way and watch some people do some fun stuff and entertain you. Definitely well worth your time, even if it's just like on in the background. It's a great thing to have on if you're doing other stuff. Um, really, really awesome. Go check it out. Twitch.tv slash DesertBus, and you can go to DesertBusForHope.org. Uh, where you can learn even more about it. That's all. That's what I wanted to put over. Definitely, absolutely a cool thing that I watch every year, and I think everyone should know about it because it is just so special. Yeah, I mean, great cause, Mikey. And hopefully, give some more support. That's this week's episode of Independent Waters. That's all the plugs out of the way. So, that leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember... That there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows